Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rody Fisher. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you and praise you for this new day. We thank you, Lord, that you saved us. Father, I pray that you would lead and guide me, Lord, and give the listeners and myself ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart that warms towards you. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I am going to be reading Psalm 110. And again, this is a psalm that David wrote. And it goes like this. I'm reading out of the NIV today. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Now, that's kind of interesting how it says the Lord says to my Lord. And um, and I, I do believe that the Lord with all capital letters, capital L, capital O, capital R, and D, means Yahweh, God, God the Father. So the Lord is talking to my Lord. Who is that other Lord that he's talking about? Well, it's king. It's really um, the king um, is who they're referring to. So the Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Um. <clears throat> Some people think that that's um, Jesus. Um, some people um, think that um, it's whoever is in charge at the time. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion. You will rule in the midst of your enemies. Your troops will be willing on your day of battle, array in holy majesty. From the womb of the dawn, you will receive the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are the priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So, you know, this is a psalm about the Messiah coming. And um, and so he comes in the uh, order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at the right, at your right hand. He will crush kings on the day of his wrath. He will judge the nations, heaping up the dead and crushing the rulers of the whole earth. He will drink from a brook Besides, beside the way, they, therefore he will lift up his head. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I do want to talk about today, and I've been thinking about this for several months, about hearing from the Lord. And I want to say that a lot of people today think that once the Bible um, has, you know, and when 
I'm sorry, once they stopped writing the last verse of the Bible, there was no hearing from the Lord unless you read it out of God's Word. But I do think that today we need to be thinking about listening to God's voice, um, be it from a pastor as he's preaching the gospel. Um, maybe a friend has a word from you, from the Lord for you. Or maybe you hear from your own ears. Um, or there's a song, you know, a Christ, you're listening to a Christian song and it really moves you and you feel like possibly that's a word from the Lord. I, I do believe that we, um, I hate to call it a religion, but Christians, being a Christian, is a relationship with God. We are the only ones that are in a religion. I hate to say that. All other religions are different. Um, they don't hear from God like we do. We have a relationship with God. Our God speaks to us through his word or those other ways that I just said to you, or maybe through our own ears, maybe through our heart. We, we get a, get a um, word from the Lord and our heart just confirms that with us. So that's the difference between following a religion and doing the things different steps that that religion takes you or accepting Jesus into your heart and having a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And having a relationship means that we pray to him, we speak to him daily um, through prayer or just kind of talking and getting into his word and we hear him. He speaks speaks back to us. It's not just a one-way street. And so I want to kind of hone in on that. I've been thinking about this for years, but in the last few months, I've been thinking about it more and more. And mainly because I've had a couple of friends of my husband and I who have said to us, we don't hear from the Lord. You know, yes, we read the word and through his word, we see what he's, it's like a manual, we see what he's saying to us. But we really don't hear from the Lord. There's nothing um, coming our way other than just reading the word. And I thought how sad it was um, that Christians today are not hearing from the Lord. And so I wanted to mention that in the Bible, the Lord speaks to um, from the beginning of Genesis all the way to the to the end of Re- Revelation. He is speaking to His people all through the entire Bible. Um, in Genesis, it talks about how Adam walked with the Lord, and the Lord spoke to him. Um, and of course, in in the last verse of the Bible, the last two verses of the Bible, Jesus is speaking. I'd like to take us to um, Samuel, and we're going to go to 1 Samuel 3. And here is Samuel. Um, Samuel was dedicated to the Lord by his mom. 
his mom, Hannah, um, wanted a child for a long time. And she, um, after she weaned Samuel, she took Samuel to, um, as a, as a little boy to the temple and dedicated him to the Lord. However, you know, this is the part where Samuel hears from God. So I think I'm going to read all of um, 1 Samuel 3. And it says here, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak, that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of, the, of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, I am here. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel a third time, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down. If he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went down, laid in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling at the, at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears of it tingle. At that time, I will carry out against um, Eli everything I spoke against his family from the beginning to, to the end. For I told him I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons made themselves contemptible, and he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by the sacrifice or, or offering. Samuel laid down until morning, then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, but Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son. Samuel answered, Here I am. What was it that the Lord, what was it that he said to you? Eli asked, Do not hide it from me. May the Lord deal with you 
be it ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he told you. So Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, He is the Lord. Let him do what it is what is good in his eyes. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of his words fall to the ground. And all of Israel, from Dan to Bathsheba, recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh. And there, there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Okay, all to say that Samuel heard from the Lord with his own ears several times before he realized it was the Lord. So sometimes it takes more than one time for the Lord to either speak to us through our ears, maybe just through our heart, or maybe through our or the word, through the word, or a friend, or the pastor as he's speaking. But get to know the Lord's voice. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. Once we accept Jesus into our hearts, guess what? We become sheep. And he says in his word that we as sheep hear his voice. I, I really strongly um, believe that we need to stay in, in the word because whatever happens, whether God speaks to us through our ears or we hear pastors talking or, or maybe listening to a Christian station on the radio, Check that out with the Word. If you're solid in the Word, reading it every day, you can say to yourself with confidence, "Hey, yeah, I heard that in the in the read that in the Bible." So what the pastor is saying is true. Or check it out. Whatever the pastor is saying, whatever even I'm saying, whatever your friend is saying about um, what a God is speaking to you about, or speaking to him about, or her. Check it out. Validate what's going on with the Word of God. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. But when I say that, the truth, there is only one truth, and it is in this Word of God. He will speak to us clearly through His Word. I'm going to take you to... John. Um, John is where he um, talks about us being like sheep. And we're going to go to Psalm John 10. And um, I'm going to start reading John 10, verse 1. It says here, it's all written in red. So God is, um, Jesus is actually speaking this. I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. A man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. Now, okay, so there's a sheepfold. It's usually kind of a round or a square pen made of rock like a wall. And there's an opening so that the sheep and the shepherd can walk in 
and at at night the shepherd will bring his sheep and into the fold and he'll lay where the gate is so nothing can come in and the sheep can't go out and so if anybody comes in or like a wolf comes in they'll have to climb over the wall and like a thief in the night and so this is really speaking about satan coming to rob steal and destroy <clears throat> a robber trying to take one of the sheep verse 2 a man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep the watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out when he is brought out all, all his own he goes ahead of them so he's leading his flock after he brings all the sheep out he's leading the flock um to where you know the the good grass is to eat or the water is to drink let's read verse 4 when he has brought all out all his sheep, his own he goes ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice but they will never follow a stranger in fact they will run away from him because he does they do not recognize the stranger's voice jesus used this figure of speech but when he did not under but but they did not understand what he was telling them therefore jesus said again i will tell you the truth i am the gate of for the sheep all who ever came before me were thieves and robbers but the sheep did not listen to them i am the gate whoever enters through me will be saved he will come in and go out and find pasture and the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy i have come that they may have life and have it to the full i am the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep the hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep so when he sees the wolf coming he abandons the sheep and runs away then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it the man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep i am the good shepherd i know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me i know the i know the father and i lay down my life for the sheep i have other sheep that are not of of this sheep sheep pen i must bring them also and they too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd the reason my father loves me is i lay down my life only to take it up again no one takes from me but i lay it down of my own accord i have according i i have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again this command i received from my father now this is all about talking about him laying down his life like 
dying for us, and then he brings himself up to you. But this is also talking about how he tends for us. He is the good shepherd. He tends to the sheep. He makes sure that the wolves don't come in and steal. But all to say that the sheep hear his voice and follow him. I, I want to implore you to go to YouTube and take a look at um, those YouTube um, videos that watches the sheep as they hear the shepherd calling and race over to the sheep. And maybe there's a stranger. There's one um, video where there's a stranger at the at, at a, beyond the fence trying to call the sheep away, but they don't follow him. They follow the shepherd. And that's what we need to do is stay in the word, listen to his voice that he you know, speaks to us through his word, also listen to, you know, make sure that you are in a really good church so that you can hear the pastor's teaching and surround yourself with people that know God and love God so that iron sharpens iron and you could hear what God has to say. What, whatever God has to say, he will speak to you through his word, through other people, through um pastor and and also through your own ears um just like eli when the lord spoke to eli and called i mean spoke to samuel and said samuel samuel and he thought eli was calling him i do want to speak to those of you who have never ever heard god's voice and you would say to the Lord, Lord, speak to me in my heart or in my ears or through a pastor or give a word to someone for me. Simply ask the Lord by saying, Lord, could you speak to me? Could I hear your voice? Could you give me a word through the pastor or through the Bible or even through a friend? Also, I'd like to speak to those of you who have never accepted Jesus as your Savior. And you're saying, what are these people talking about? What is she talking about? Um, You've never been born again. You've never heard the shepherd's voice call you. I'd like for you to invite Jesus into your heart today. Just by saying a simple prayer and meaning it with your heart. God sent his son. Jesus became man. Jesus is God. He was in heaven. He became man to die on the cross for you and I, to become clean with the sins that we've created through the dying of Jesus and accepting him into our heart. So if you'd like to accept Jesus into your heart, Say this little prayer and mean it with your whole heart. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you that you shed your blood so that my sins can be forgiven. Today, I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I ask you, Lord, to help me to find a good church to read your word, 
to stay in your word and to follow you through eternity. I give my life to you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have said that little prayer and meant it with your heart, please call us here at Praise, letting us know, or you can call me at 951-817-0094 and let us know that you've accepted the Lord. Maybe you'd like to have a Bible. I'll leave a message there at that number, and we can send you one. Or you can write me, On the Road with Jesus. There's a drop-down menu there where you can fill it out. We can look for a church in your area for you and send you a Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, You can find us here every day um, at the same time. God bless you. We'll be back again. God bless you all. Bye for now. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com. Spelled R-A-H, Fisher, at on the R-H-O-D-E with Jesus.com. Or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher.